Welcome to TPQ20, where we go beyond the page with poets about passions, process, pitfalls, and poetry. I'm Courtney Marglin. And I'm Chris Marglin. Let's expand the conversation. Hello. Hey. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? We are doing all right. Nice to see y'all, you know, actual faces. Right. Nice to see you too. (laughs) Thank you so much for uh, hopping on TPQ20 with us. Um, We always like to start off things by saying, you know, we know who you are, um, but we have an audience that may not. Um, So if you were to give an elevator pitch of who is uh, Ashley Elizabeth, well, who are you? Oh, wow. That's, you jumped right in with that one. Um, I would say, you know, Ashley Elizabeth is a Black queer poet who writes about being Black and being queer. (laughs) And, you know, like there's some nonfiction stuff thrown in there. There's some memoir stuff thrown in there. But overall, what you see is basically what you get on paper um, using some history and some personal experiences all in one spot. Perfect. I think that's a fantastic. (laughs) That's wonderful. Um, So, uh, what are your main passions when it comes to the world of, of poetry and literature? And, and I, I'll start off by saying, since you know, it didn't go in your elevator pitch, uh, you are part of Sundress Public, uh, Publishing, so you are part of the world of the best of the net. Um, so you definitely um, must have some passion for, <laughs> for poetry and literature if you are going to sift through thousands and thousands of entries uh for for best of the net so what are your passions when it comes to literature and then maybe we'll talk about those that come outside of literature as well yeah so inside of literature um and it's funny that you mentioned sundress i just got an email from Erin, and she's like don't forget you know there's an open call for manuscripts so if you have a manuscript uh, <laughs> send it in but no like i really um what's the word like really excited when I see a manuscript or a poem that like brings me into that person's world um and I can see what they see feel what they feel hear what they hear that's one of the things that like really drives me um because you know, storytelling is so, so important in like many cultures. And that's kind of like how I am as a poet too. Um, So like that aspect, I think is one of like my main passions when it comes to the lit world. Yeah. That brings us right to our next question. Well, what about, before we do that though, what about outside of the lit world? Just so we know, because we know you wholly inside the lit world. What is... (laughs) Who are you outside when when you're not worrying about estuary, not worrying about sundress, and not worrying about your own work? <laughs> what? Who are you? Like, when is that not a thing? <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, so I'm also an educator. I teach middle school English. <laughs> so uh, do we. <laughs> so, like, I love my children. I've like my current eighth graders. This is my fourth year with them because I also had them in fifth grade 
Um, so just like loving on my kids when I'm not in the building and when I'm not, you know, doing literature things, I also like to travel. I have two cats. You might see one of them. I don't know. Um, and I love dogs. I love to eat. Food is like one of my favorite things. And yeah, so like that's basically all I really have time for in life. Otherwise, I would never sleep. Right. That that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, we both, uh, both Courtney and I have been in education a long time. So, and both at middle <laughs> school level. So I uh, definitely understand the squirreliness of that. Uh, I look forward to seeing my seventh graders coming in in a couple of days. Um, so. That leads us into our next question, which is what are, what is your writing process and how do you prepare yourself? Um, are there any superstitions or special rituals when it comes to that process? So I'm one of the poets that don't really have a set, you know, way of writing because I'm always doing something. So like if a line comes to me, hopefully I'm not driving. I try to write it down. If I am driving voice, you know, voice notes, don't write and drive, don't text and drive people. Um, but yeah, I'll like turn the voice recorder on and then just say what I got to say, hopefully get it out and then hopefully return back to it when I'm in front of a computer. Um, but other than that, um, I think editing for me takes more of a process than the actual writing because writing, I'll just do it. But editing takes a lot longer for me to do sometimes. Are you someone who puts away a poem for a month and then comes back to it uh, to start the editing process? Or do you go pretty quickly into that? It depends on the poem. Some poems I'm just not ready to touch, you know, and some poems I'm like, okay, like this could be changed. This could be changed. Sometimes I do it as I write, which is not the best, but whatever. Um, now, do well, you have a different... Like some people swear like otherwise, like you shouldn't edit and write at the same time but I mean sometimes it just works out that way do you have a different process for your editing of your own material and then the editing of others yes how so I'm I'm like very nitpicky I'm very like I know how I want to sound so if the piece does not sound like me that's when I'm like how can I make it sound more like me when I edit other people's work, um, and I also do this, you know, for funds, you know, girls got to eat and go on vacation. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I normally um, will read or try to read the whole thing or, you know, a few snippets if it's like a longer piece. Um, so to, to get their voice and then I go back and like, okay. So this is what the writer's trying to accomplish. How can I help them accomplish this and still have it sound like that? So, awesome. yeah. Um, you've been doing this a while now. Uh, so what do you kind of see as having been your biggest pitfalls, obstacles along the way? What have you done to kind of get around them or how have they become a part of who you are as a writer? This is going to sound very cliche, but I did not believe in my writing. I didn't believe in myself. I went to a predominantly white 
college. Um, and as a black student, it was very difficult to workshop when students didn't understand like where I was coming from in a piece. And so I had to kind of write one way for them and then write my way. And then like my way never really got feedback unless, you know, group of friends. Um, but that like, I'm my biggest critic too. Like sometimes I don't even submit to contests or publications because I'm like, so-and-so submit some mat. I don't know in the past tense to, you know, this. <laughs> To like that contest or this contest or like this person wrote this poem and I know they're gonna enter it and like and like it's it's hard to get past that right like that's probably a question I get all the time is like how do you get past that inner saboteur person but it's something you've got to explain to your students all the time as well Lord help I think me. that's something a lot of us do. <laughs> but like sometimes it's just like rip the band-aid off and do it. Like yeah. sometimes if I'm like really struggling or am very like on the fence about something, I like will write up the like nicest cover letter. I'll attach my <laughs> attach whatever it is, pass the computer over to my partner. Like, can you just press send? So that way I don't have to think about it anymore because if I think about it, then it's just not going to happen. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So what are you most excited about in literature right now? Um, like, what should we know? What's coming up for you? So I'm most excited about all the different forms that are popping up. I've never been like a form poet. I'm very like free verse, loosey-goosey. Uh -huh. but That's how I am too. The, but the forms that are coming out and the things that people are creating and coming up with, I'm like astounded. Well, and the, the idea that they're sticking, you know, that too. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I come from a super nerdy background of like old world form super poetry nerdy. from the like 17th century, like 16th to 19th century British poetry form background. So, like, the idea that super dead white guys, yeah, a lot of, <laughs> lot of super dead white guys, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, it you go from like the late 1800s to kind of the the like mid 1900s without a lot of form, um, you know, kind of loses its mm -hmm. touch, and then we we get into this world, you know, the spoken word and and performance styles come in, mm -hmm. um, and that kind of takes over, and that's what makes it so exciting. And now it's it's kind of like you go back to the page. And there's finally something on the page that is just really catching. Um, and it's yeah. and and the idea that you know people are going back to things like prose poetry and reminding us that it's poetry, or that we're getting, you know, golden shovels coming in. Uh, you know, we get things that people in our in our general generation and circle start mm -hmm. creating. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. And like also it's like people are using space in a way that's astounding like I'm trying to be more creative and be more um intentional about how how I use a page now because it's just like wow maybe if I you know format it you know in this way what will be the effect of that like one of my first pieces that got published um in 2020 was it 20 yeah 2020 um was like very experimental for me 
it was published by Kahini Quarterly and it's like Black has every right to be angry, which is a manuscript I'm trying to like get published. Um, but- Or to anybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so it's like, I use kind of like space and like kind of like a choose your own type of, those, those things that kids used to do all the time where it's like a fill in the blank what yep. are they called? Uh, Mad Libs. Yes, Mad Libs. So like that's oh, I love Mad Libs. Like, structured that poem kind of. <laughs> and like, that's probably my best piece from 2020. Like that's one of my favorite pieces from 2020. So uh, this year I'm working on, I started a poem recently, like, like within the past couple of weeks that's formatted as like a test um like so like both bringing in academia and poetry and kind of putting those two together and I'm working on those edits and it's just like how do I make this sound the way I want it to sound so yeah without without having to be super teacher directed exactly (laughs) it's uh I love that idea well that's and that's the thing like the one of the cool things about the idea of form coming back Poetry, as as you know, as a teacher, we know poetry is, is so hard to teach because it's been set up so poorly by mm-hmm. teachers of previous generations. So it's lost its kind of fun. And like yeah. the idea that we're sitting now in like all, all these poets that are also educators mm-hmm. um, and who have friends who are educators and who are taking in things that sound like our students and feel like our mm-hmm. students. And I think you're seeing kind of the kids pick up on the passions of that as well. Yeah, definitely. Like this, so eighth grade, um, my eighth graders normally do a poetry project. And one child, this boy, I mean, like, he's amazing, like both like in class, out of class, amazing singer and everything too. And like, he wrote the like three poems. I only made them do three. If they wanted to do more, that's on them. Extra credit, yay right. you. Um, but like he wrote this one poem that like made me kind of like lean back in my chair, like, huh. Yep. And he's just like taking off, you know? And like he is one of the people I met him as a sixth grader. He's like, Miss Ashley, I can't write a poem, or I don't know what a poem is. I don't like poetry. And I'm just like, you just did this on your own. I like, I just kind of put some ideas in your head about what I wanted to see, and then you did the rest. And like, they perform them, and eventually they stop being scared of each other and their words. And I'm like, I have fulfilled my duties. I can die. Ah, that's, that's that was my favorite thing feeling. as a teacher I taught sixth grade and we did a poetry unit and that was watching by the end of it find watching my students find their voice mm-hmm. and learn that that they were poetry they were it was just magical yeah. so um as we start to kind of wrap things up uh what is something that is coming up for you? Is there something big for like the estuary or is there something big for you that we should know about uh, that we should get excited for? Well, we're doing kind of like a celebration of poets at the end of the year with the Estuary Collective. So be on the lookout for that around like November, December-ish. 
I think we have a, an event in October as well. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I, I know it's on the website because Jenny is amazing. <laughs> Jenny, yeah, she's great. We we give a shout out to Jenny and Brown Study. It was, Jenny, you know, the, yes. monthly, the monthly column over at thepoetryquestion.com. So we love we do, Jenny. We do love Jenny. Yeah, and then I'm teaching a confessional writing workshop September 29th. It's a Wednesday. Very so cool. if I'm wrong by a day, I'm sorry, but it is <laughs> the last Wednesday in September. Awesome. It's forty. I want to say it's forty-five dollars. Um. But we're doing a lot of professional writing, reading, listening, if we have time, sharing, workshopping, things like that. And I'm still trying to get some manuscripts placed. So they are chat books currently, but (laughs) if need be, I can make it a full length. Just saying, putting it out there. Well, we have a lot of editors who listen, so (laughs) we will, uh, you know, we'll see what we can do. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on TPQ20 Thank today. Thank you so much, Ashley. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Definitely. We look forward to talking to you again. Sounds good. Have a great night. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to TPQ20. Please like, review, and subscribe.